All right, ladies. Are and we getting three peas now? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So that's a. Per- <laughs> right. So that's a perfect intro, actually, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're starting. Uh, we got a new. We got some more content for you on the Brotherhood of Podcasting podcast. The only place where you can get two peas for the price of one in today's episode and in this segment you're going to get technically three peas for the price of one yes this new segment is going to call pb and j that's peaky blinders and jelly yep it's where nick and i are going to go over season recaps of the show peaky blinders which is fun i love it by the way i love the 1920s gang vibe and they're they're doing it so well so this is going to be a new segment it's going to be called pb and j where you guys can sit back relax and enjoy three peas for the Pisher One on yeah. this episode of PB and J. We're gonna go over season one. It's a little mini series. Of, essentially. It's a mini series. So. Peaky Blinders and Jelly. Any thoughts right off the bat of the show of what's your what's your your takeaway from season one that you liked and a takeaway that you didn't like? Well, overall, just the just how the setting looks. It looks f- amazing. I'm not. I'm not an old school kind of guy. I don't. I'm a complete. I, I love it. I don't I love lo- anything I don't, vintage that has history, especially <laughs> in shows. I don't like watching shows that are in sepia tone the whole time. It's not in sepia tone. I guess. The, I guess the, the, the er- figuratively. That era yeah, it is. Okay. It's like doom and gloom, almost like a brown shade. But I, I'm not like that. Like right. I don't like movies like that. I'm, I was never big into the to the gang or the mafia stuff. Right. Well, Sopranos being the exception. Well, yeah, yeah. But again, growing up, I, I could have watched it as a kid. I just didn't. So I'm like, you know what? I've heard nothing but good things about this show. Might as well just tr- just try it. Right. So I think the setting, it looks beautiful. The only bad thing that I don't like is it's it sometimes, and we watch it with subtitles, it's hard to understand what they're saying. Yeah, because of the accent. Yeah. definitely adds a different... Um, a, a different Almost tonality. But to, again, it's not a bad thing. It's just because no. that, that's what they're trying to portray in that show. Yeah, well, it's trying to be as authentic as possible in order to do so I, I can't, that. Yeah. I can't knock it that much, but everything else is good. Like so, First of all, put, put, the, put the blinder on correctly, which is, by the way, the name of the hat. So you, we, we, got a, we got an actual peaky blinder hat that Nick is wearing for those who can't not, see Not the it. big baggy the ones. The only thing it's missing, though, is the razor blades on top. Aside from, you got to put it on right. You're not a gangster. <laughs> Put, well, put I'm it wearing right. like I'm wearing like John is. Yeah, but you're not John. You're you're the. Furthest. I'm better. No, probably. <laughs> who says I didn't put a razor blade in here? I don't see anything. You know, we don't even know how to. What are you going to duct tape it? <laughs> All right, so it's so, on the yeah. lap. We we got to get we got to get a couple of matching uh, the peaky blinders. It's also my hair is poofy and it doesn't fit properly. Because if fair it, enough, if I put it all the way down. You're not gonna make it at the end of this episode. Yeah, oh my god, that's making me anxious. Pull that off. <laughs> Dude, damn, that's I'm tight. lightheaded. Yeah. <laughs> and but, I, have, I have poofy hair now, so Which is by the way, did you know why the show was called Peaky Blinders? Well, isn't that the name well that's the name of the group. Yeah, but do you know what the name of the group like stands for? I didn't. I looked no. up so I wanted to pull it up. Yeah. So um Peaky Blinders got its name from any uh, from its name from the hat i believe i believe that those type of hats are called blinders i, I think that's I the no type of the type of hat that they're or they're called yeah it's it's something to that if i'm, I'm gonna uh, i'm gonna double check but from what um from what i was reading is that um that's that's where they got the name from okay let me see i'm gonna just double check here yeah so it's uh um Peaky at the time was referred to any flat cap with a beak. It's called a uh, newsboy hat, which okay. is the, everybody wears them. Um, but uh, they're called peakies. I'm assuming from what I hear is what it's called. Uh, it's called peakies, and the term blinder 
is a slang term to describe someone with a dapper appearance. Okay. You know, people say, well, I've always, I'll be yeah. honest, I thought that was newer terminology, but apparently. What, dapper? Dapper, no, yeah. No, my, like, my dad is older, but he, yeah. he has always said that to me. I love that word. I think it's so, it's so unique and descriptive to yeah. describe the, and it really, for me, if, if you were to ask me what word I would use to describe the style that they wore back then, which I'm in love with, is sharp. Yeah. I think that's the definition of looking absolutely sharp. But that's where the term came from. So the term peaky is referred to any flat cap with a beak and then blinder is to describe somebody with a dapper appearance. But they're you they've made it unique because their that their gang was notorious for putting the razor blades um, yeah. at the front of the, the peaky. The hat, yeah. yeah. I, I just I don't know, man. I'm really starting to come around on that whole vibe and era. I, I and I've it. only watched one season of it. Yeah, because they did a... Re- See, that's also the thing, too. I feel it's like maybe some of the content that you've watched that involves that era hasn't been depicted very well. And yeah. so you have a... It left a bad taste in your mouth and that these well, the, this show is just doing it so much better. How often do we get a show that really highlights that era in that setting? Yeah, but not very often, like, if, and so well, and it, they brought if, a contemporary feel to like it. Like, if you see, like, a gang, you don't really see across the city. You really see just no, here, just in America. It's different. It's, but it does have a... It, what I love about it, it is, has a very Sopranos vibe to it. It's that, just that Sopranos. That, yeah, it's just the yeah. Sopranos in the 1920s. Exactly. And that's what... Uh, now, the Sopranos was... I absolutely... I love that... Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole vibe of the show. Just, the, first of all, the fact that... Half the things they did on the show, I've actually done being raised and grown up, growing well, up Italian. It was filmed down the street. And from us. seeing <laughs> Willbrook Mall and seeing all that in Sopranos. But without getting too off topic here, that that's one of the big reasons that I I love this show. And that was the 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 big takeaway for me from season one is the the um, dialogue in the show that they that they used and. Just the appearance of the characters. Was yeah, my th- they look good. Takeaway was they I mean, look great. There's not one person that looks bad. <laughs> no, it just they they nothing. Everything was set and fit to the era. Yeah, nothing was over exaggerated. Nothing was too overdone or yeah. underdone, and that really adds as this this different aspect to the show's believability when yeah. you're watching it. Like you said, the setting to it is just it's it's perfect. Yeah, I, I don't I haven't seen anything too out of the ordinary, but something I do like. And this is what I think a lot of shows lack is how fast it starts. You're it, yes, and, and, yes, good point. And I get that, like you, you want to tell a story, and I understand that. And you got to know when to, how to start the story and end the story. Things have to take time to build up. But right. this, you're you're learning on the fly essentially. Yeah. It's only there's six episodes in a season, which I think is is perfect. Yeah. I like them a little longer. Like I think maybe, eight, see, I maybe think eight, eight, eight episodes, nine. Yeah, but like when you have ten to. 10 to 14, it's just so much. If it's, if you have that many and you have a big story to tell, then I get it. But it's just, it's perfect. It's six episodes. It's an easy watch. Yeah. And you could just throw it on. Once you get into the, into the whole Literally the first story, season. I mean, yeah. the first episode. It's like, something's it's going like we're on. going on. I'm yeah. Like, that's what I love. Like some shows, they take way too long to get off the ground. The devel- yeah, the development process is too long. You, that's why you got to have a balance. Where there's some ones that develop too quickly, and 
the story comes and goes too quick and nothing gets time to develop. But then there's other shows where it takes so long. And I know you know your problem with Game of Thrones oh, don't even was that, that took a qu- that took a season and a half, if not two seasons, to actually yeah. get off the ground to where I'm it like, had your interest I'm like, and can it we held do it. something. Yeah, and like that's kind of like that was the only fault that I had with Sopranos. Where there were some episodes, filler episodes, you, you that got. were just just brutal to watch. I'm like, can we? Do- can you just Th- throw an orange across the room or something? <laughs> Give me some Nothing kind of I, action. No, somebody bust a grape in a food <laughs> fight, man. I'm like, please, <laughs> just do something. But, again, w- with shorter seasons, you're telling the story as well as possible. You're not throwing shit in there. Like, shows that I used to watch, like Walking Dead and, like, The Flash and shit, there's, like, 22 episodes in a season. I'm like, what are we doing? And you remember, like, 30% of it, and I think that's but, being generous. But that's, but that's the thing, was with those shows, with Walking Dead... It just got dumb. It just got repetitive. That's it's what like, I heard. It's just like you're sitting in a goddamn jail for the whole fucking season. Can we go somewhere? Can we do something? I think because oh, they more, knew they had, I guess I'm assuming well, because they knew well, had Well, the thing with Walking Dead was it was it was very good at the beginning because it was something. It was a zombie apocalypse, which everybody wants, which, again, it is what it is. Right. But just after the big cliffhanger with, with Negan and everything, it just fell off. It's just like... They, they they conform these characters into something that they weren't, and I'm just like, what are you doing? It like Daryl, they turn they threw him into a jail and they they turned him into a bitch essentially. I'm like, I'm assuming he's one of the main characters. Yeah, he, he's fucking badass riding a motorcycle has a carries around a goddamn crossbow for fuck's sake. I think I know who you're talking about. And that. I'm like, they made him into a bitch. I'm like, that's not that's not the character that he was. But with this one, it just seems like they're again. I know it's only season one and everything, and I'm sure. It's, some things will change, but it seems like everybody has their trajectory. And with, if you watch Sons of Anarchy, and if you haven't, phenomenal show. It's perfect example. Everybody, <laughs> everybody stood their course, and their characters developed true to who they yeah. were in the beginning. And if you haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, it's going to be a little spoiler alert here. So I'm going to give you two seconds to click off. <laughs> One, two. How Jax was throughout the show. You saw his progression as just a secondhand man to being the man to becoming a fearless leader who is okay with being alone. That yeah. was that's the sentence that comes to mind when I think about Jax. And you you could see about two seasons from the end where his path was going to lead him. Yeah, and he knew it. Yeah, I th- if you didn't know that that was that was going to happen, you're kind of lost. You couldn't really read the show too much. All, but it, once he, once you saw him starting to adopt traits from his dad's after, after from his dad after reading the memoirs you could, that he was going through, you knew that his his fate was going to be the same, um, if not very similar to his father's. Yeah, and I, I feel like Tommy may be on that same trajectory of being an anti-hero, essentially, because that, that's what they are, yeah, and and it's, and, and it's very odd that you're rooting for you're essentially rooting for the bad guy. Yeah, well, that's the whole—that's the whole point of the anti-hero. I mean, per, the the most famous <laughs> and in my mind, the strongest, most powerful anti-hero in cinematic history. I'm talking about shows and movies. Was Walter White? Oh, of course. Heisenberg was the, is the ultimate, most influential, powerful anti-hero. In my from everything that I've watched, he was even it's, more than Tony Soprano. It's the, it's the greatest. 
in my opinion, it's the greatest show ever made. Yeah, it, so from, same here. You from start to finish, it's the most complete show. It told the story of Walter White. It was a cultural phenomenon. And doing everything in his power to make sure his family was set up and and all that shit. So was he. But was, go ahead. He was doing all these bad things, but for a good reason. Yeah, which isn't necessarily it doesn't morally it correct. Do, it doesn't justify it do, you doing terrible things, but the way that they. The way that the um, they portrayed him, and the way that he did those actions, just was so unique. Yeah, and it was hard to predict what was going to happen and what he was going to do. And and that's and that's why I think that show is so good because it was so hard to predict what was going to happen. You had no idea. With Peaky Blinders, at least season one, they set they set her up. Who? Um, the hell's her um, Grace. Grace. It was almost too obvious. That she yeah. that she was a cop. But I think I think they're uh, the writers of their show are trying to distract us from something. But like we we talked after like the second episode, I'm like, well, you know, she's gonna fall in love with him. Yeah. Oh, you knew that too from the trailers that yeah. you've been watched. That she and was it's just like love. it seemed too easy. Yeah. Because Aunt Polly knows everything. She. She knows everything. She's extremely perceptive. Yeah. Extremely perceptive. And I just. I, again, maybe it's different in season two and beyond. We don't know. But, again, but, we don't want to. But they made it super obvious that she was that Grace was going to fall in love with Tommy. Yeah, yeah, and and that she was a cop because all she did for like two episodes was just ask questions. I'm like, that alone is just it's a red flag. It's just like this bitch is just asking questions over and over again. And I'm that's like, why I think Tommy knows. Oh, I, I think Tommy knows too. Like he he knew something was up. Right, yeah. but it was like somebody, somebody like Tommy, who has built that family into the reputation that it has, and now has a legitimate has a legitimate betting yeah. business. But nonetheless, still the power that he has. Where um, I think is he in London or England? Uh, is he in London? Is it it's England? in the UK or well, somewhere in the UK, wherever it is that his the power that he was able to to bring his family the the power that his family has and the success that they have in that area. Yeah. Is somebody who is extremely intelligent, and the people, and so I can't lead to believe that he that he doesn't have any idea. Well, I think he because his brother was telling him that she was asking questions. But Arthur's super naive. That's True. the thing, and you saw that when he fell for his father, Chibs. his father's uh, antics when he came back into town. When shout Chibs, out Chibs, Chibity Chibs from Sons of Anarchy. That, that is a perfect person to have in there. Mm-hmm. And I know, granted, it just fish and chips. I just I don't. <laughs> I don't see him coming back in any capacity. I, I f- hope he does because he fits the part. You I even f- said it. I feel like that should like if you watch Sons of Anarchy and then you watch this, it's almost it's just Sons of Anarchy in a different time frame. Yeah, it's, everything it's, yes. everything yes, good is is almost exactly the same. Right. Like just the trajectory of Tommy and how Jax was, Chibs was in both. It's just everything makes sense where they're in this town, and the people are cheering for them. And it was the same thing with Sons. Like, oh, let's call the Sons out, and let's help. Let's get them to help. Of course, you always needed... They always needed something in return, but... They did a lot of community work. Yeah. Right. Whether Quote, it, whether, unquote. Whether it, was, you know, whether it was donations or protections, there was there was something... That, you know, there was a, a huge give and take that the, yeah. that the gang's relationship had with the community that they were in, and this is the same situation. And I just... It's it's very 
just like Aunt Polly and Gemma, they're both they can kind of see but, through the the bullshit. Yes. Th- again, we've made this. I made this comparison when we were watching. Although I despised, <laughs> absolutely despised Gemma, which anybody who watched Sons of Anarchy reasonably so understood yeah. where she went. Why I, I absolutely despise her character. But that's just a testament to her acting abilities because she yeah. was so believable. But uh, Aunt Polly's a little bit different because Aunt Polly isn't as self-motivated. Aunt Polly is no. completely family-motivated. But I think... that's. But Gemma was a little bit of that in the beginning. Well, I think Ge- she was half and half. Well, Gemma was... She was always about the family. Yeah, but just but her, it was just her and yeah. her family. Everybody else could go die and rot in a hole. Yeah, it was mainly Jax. It was yeah. Jax and the kids, honestly. Yeah. Because when she heard all that shit about Tara and all that shit, she, she went super, off. Yeah. Because all she had to hear was one bad thing about Tara. It was like, oh, she's trying to fuck over Jax? I can't have this. So she... She, well, she, she was... but Took matters yeah, into her own hands. Yeah. She was overprotective and manipulative to whereas... Polly has more is more I think she's more clear headed. Where yeah. she won't be she won't be so blinded by her personal biases. Whereas yeah. Gemma was just so blinded by her hatred for Tara and the relationship that she had with Jax. To whereas it's but again, I, I'm making this uh comparison based off of only watching mm-hmm. Polly for one season. So I'm keeping that in mind. Obviously her character and dynamics can change as the show progresses. But for right now, that's the comparison that I'm making where it just it seems like Gemma was much more manipulative and, and so much more yeah. blinded, where it seems like Aunt Polly just sees she's more uh, she doesn't have much tunnel vision. She sees the whole picture. I she's in my like she's the, the hand that, you know, the, the I don't know what the phrase is, hand that serves the soup or whatever it is. Like she's keeping everything together and running on yeah. the same track. And you saw that. When she offered Freddie, I think it was when Freddie was going to marry um, Tommy's sister Ada, she was trying to keep the peace and saying, "Here, here's two thousand dollars or whatever it was. Here's, here's yeah, here's money. Here's some money. Take, take Ada and get out of town and let there us head out, handle everything here." But his own pride and ignorance of Freddie Thorne decided he decided I'm not going to let Tommy push me around and I'm going to stay here, and that ultimately didn't isn't been ending up so well for him. And that rift has been it was there since the show started. You could tell he was he was he had this arrogance about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's just like he's a communist, you know that? I didn't know that. That's why when he was when they were coming to take him away when his baby was born, um that that's because I think the um, the copper Campbell was uh, he had he he declared some decree or something similar on all the communists in the area. I didn't know that he's a communist, so I'm assuming that that's going to play a big role in the in his character and in the show somewhere later on down the line. I'm just he, I think he's meant to rub you the wrong way from the start. Yeah. He's supposed to, right? Just I, as just, I just I don't want. I wonder if they're at, they're ever it's ever going to come to a head where they actually like. Kill one another. I can see, I can one hundred percent see Tommy killing Freddy because again it's just like the Sons of Anarchy yep. thing where you see Ron Perlman who Clay is just he's going off the deep he can't do it anymore he's yep. going off the deep end and Jax is like it's my time right and I guess Freddy has that arrogance where he thinks that he should be in charge or he just doesn't he just don't want to get pushed around yeah and he wants to prove his I guess his. His power, or whatever the case but is, but I don't, I don't like. I but don't, he's not as he's not anywhere near as powerful as Tommy. Exactly. Is. He has he has the Tommy ambition has the whole and family. he has the toughness, but Tommy has the brains. 
and the toughness and the resources and the family. He's he's a cheeky. Tommy's cheeky. He he's he, super he knows cheeky, exactly. But what you the need fuck to be don't. cheeky to be in that yeah. position. I just don't want him to get. Well, I'm sure he'll probably get played at some he's, point. But he, the thing is, what I love about Tommy's character is that, despite how aggressive he can be, he's very level-headed. Yeah, like he doesn't fly off the handle very often. He hasn't like, really done it yet. He's he's he keeps his composure throughout almost the entire. Like, there's a couple times where he I, really yeah. lets it loose, but for the most part. He keeps his composure. I think that's going to change. I, I think I think there's going to be a time where he, he goes You think that's off. not going to stay constant no. throughout the show? There's, I just I don't see it. I think I think something's going to happen, which maybe one of his brothers gets killed, and he's going to go off the fucking deep end. But he's going to stay that way. I don't think he will. Because Jax wasn't. Jax was originally more of a hothead, and then became more level-headed as the show came along. To where is in this situation, he's starting out level-headed. Because you remember Jackson, the first few seasons, well, Jackson, was he, a super. He, he was always a hothead, but he was more of a hothead in the first few seasons. Because he needed to be. He, yeah. He, because he he was allowed to be. Yeah. Because he wasn't he wasn't leader of anything. He was secondhand to Clay. Yeah. And Clay just did everything. So Jax was Jackson. Ope were just the muscle at that point. Which where he died, man. Oh where, my goodness. Where Tommy is just. There's going to be some kind of revelation that happens for him that I think he he's going to lose it, right? It's kind of like maybe like a Daenerys thing where it's just going to fester. It's going to sit there, and she'll lash out every now and then, and then she'll and, she, and she'll pull it back right, and show traits of what she can possibly yeah. of what he could possibly and then do. like and then he'll go off the handle and then he'll come back, but then eventually he'll just completely lose it and then just go off the rails. Who knows? Who knows? Because I, I don't know. I, I gotta think that for the most, he, he's a businessman. Yes. I gotta think that he will hold it together in most situations. Maybe like on the side, he'll he'll lose it or because yeah. he's already having those nightmares and shit that right. he's going crazy. But something's gonna happen with him that's gonna evolve so much that it's gonna start eating away at him. I think maybe not go off the rails, but he's gonna deal with some shit that. That I think is going to cause him some some kind of distress in the in the well he already the is future. with those flashbacks that he got from the war because the exactly. war changed yes. every single character like being in that yeah. war and the that memory that he's you know constantly going through I think that's definitely going to obviously it played a part in um, I think his name is Danny I'm not 100 percent sure it was the bald guy who his got friend. shot at the end who, who they he had a fake death yeah. and they buried the guns in that grave in in his grave. I've, it, it might be similar to that. I don't know. Maybe he does wind up getting a handle on it. But again, I'd like to think that the writers of this show obviously are... Yeah. They want to lead you down a certain path so that way it's kind of like a magician. They want your attention in one area when actually there's a lot of other stuff yeah. going on that they're not drawing your attention to. So everything is pointing to the fact that Tommy might go, you know, might lose it, which is why I can see that not happening and maybe somebody else doing it. Um, but... He he, he's perfect for this part, and so oh, yeah. far all of his. De- I don't have any issues with any of his decisions that he's no, made so far, or that his character has made so far. The only uh, I do have an issue with Arthur. I think he's super. Na- his his naivety was put on display when he actually twice, twice, if not more. First, when his dad came asking for the money to yeah. open the casino, 
He he was or the hotel the, was it casino hotel it, yeah, whatever, it whatever it was. He blindly he didn't ask barely asked any questions and got the money within two but, days. But he was vulnerable at that point. Super it? vulnerable. So it's like you're gonna really believe anything if you if there's any semblance of love there. He bought right, into his it. Father, yeah. It was his father, so I do. I completely understand his character's decision. But, but he got played. He got but played. But for like a him not to go to Tommy and to Aunt Polly yeah. and to at least try and explain his side of the situation and what they should do, maybe they could, you know, obviously. But then there would be no conflict. There wouldn't be a show. But that's the. He's so he's super naive. And then his second um, form of naivety. I don't know if this is what you were referring to, but for me, it was when he was pretty much giving up every single secret to Grace when yeah. she was asking. Everything. I don't remember which one happened. I think him telling Grace, I think, Made came, it came first. first. and then It doesn't matter the either order. Either way, but still, like, when he was sitting there and she asked one broad question after another. My which, man told the whole life story. And was just telling the whole... And didn't, like, think, like, hmm... She's but, just got hired as a barmaid, and this is, like, the 15th question but I that think, she asked. But he did... He did wind up telling Tommy about it because Tom, Tommy knew. But he wasn't he wasn't that concerned with it. He just kind of said it in passing. Like, oh, she's asking questions. Like, yeah, she didn't, you know. But he right right there, Tommy's like, okay, something knew Tommy was something was up. But obviously, there was that yeah. love interest there that just sort of I'm well, sorry, it blinded kind of him a little bit. bit. But I don't think he's blinded at all. I no, think, no, no. I think Tommy knows that there is something up and that he's pursuing her anyway. Well, from the last episode, because he said he was like. I was always taught to hate my enemies, but I never knew that I would fall in love with one. Yeah. So he knows, obviously, that she's the enemy. Yeah. And he knows what, you know, he knows what he's up to. I'm pretty sure, Tommy, does Tommy know entirely that she's a cop and what she does, or does he, does he only know part of it? Well, I, I'm pretty sure he knows that she's up to something. Right. I'm, I'm not sure if she if I don't know if Aunt Polly told him. The whole like, thing, because she knows. Paul and Polly know. She like, knew from the right. very start. But again, that's where that that conversation I was talking to you about when she said, "I'm never going to forgive you." I didn't know that Polly was that aware of the situation and knew everything that well, was cause going she, on. Well, because she, because she's like, Tommy really doesn't fall in love too much. Yeah. So, and you can see that he fell for her yeah. bad. But, I just, but she fell for him bad. Th- but that's that was a given so quickly, and Campbell that was knew a given. it. Campbell knew it, and Campbell loved her. Yeah. So. Which was so weird. He that he, was very odd. That 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 proposal for me was so out of Campbell's character yeah. because Campbell was such a straightforward, blunt father figure. And then I can you know how many times I asked you, is that her father? I asked right. at least three or four different you, times. I, I again, I'm, it was. Just, I'm assuming it's just her captain or yeah. whatever it was. But it was so out of character. She was like, I know you wouldn't love a guy like me. Oh, that was just so odd the way for him to say it. He goes. And I'm paraphrasing. I know you wouldn't love a guy like me, but will you marry me anyway? Yeah. That's like, that's so that's the ultimate that sounds settle. So, that sounds like so oxymoronic. Like, yeah. I know you don't love me, but will you marry me anyway? Like, I, obviously, I guess things were a little bit different back then, but that's, uh, my, such, my an, ma- that's such an odd thing to uh, say. Campbell was and in, she's like, uh, no. <laughs> Campbell was in all of his glory that oh, day. Oh, yeah. When he found the He's, guns. He thought his dick, when he found the guns, his dick was swinging a little bit lower than oh, yeah. it was. And she so was he's dragging. Like, I'm going to shoot my shot. Yeah. yeah and I mean, I, look. You gotta, you gotta. And he, but it was just so odd. Like I was yeah. not expect. I, would, I definitely, you definitely. I mean, she's, she's beautiful. She's yes. a really good looking girl. So it's like obviously he, she would be attracted to him. But I just wasn't expecting him to just be like, hey, like, will you marry? Well, I'm gonna skip first base, second base, and third base, and I'm gonna go right for home because here. There's nothing. 
that led up to that. There was the, no the, romantic spark that could suggest not even a single shred like, of hey, it. Do you want to start like I don't know, going out on a date? Maybe <laughs> a maybe the nineteen twenties version of, of Starbucks or whatever it is back then. Like it just he that I don't know. It was just it seemed it seemed very out of character, and then obviously. But I, again, it, it makes sense because now he has a new hatred for for Tommy. Yes, a su- and because that's when that she needs sees to them happen. having sex, right? And so obviously that was that. That was the spark of the even... That sparked even more of a vendetta against Tommy. Because yeah. I think at first Campbell was genuinely there just to clean up the police force and to clean up the streets. But then as the episodes progressed, he just started... He, yeah, he just started... His love for Grace decided to grow and simultaneously his hatred for Tommy decided to grow. And so it Which, became a personal vendetta where... I don't even care about cleaning up the streets anymore or the safety of the streets. I just want them gone. And what made me, what solidified that was when the Kimbers guys and the Shelbys were beginning to fight and um, Campbell's deputy or whatever says, there's people with guns coming yeah. to the, you know, going by the garrison where they are and he goes, what dog eat dog? So you can tell yeah. at that point, he, at that point, he I'm going to put public safety aside, and I he just want these gangs to kill themselves and at whatever the cost is. Which, again, isn't necessarily the worst thing because no, but that's as a cop, that's not the moral thing uh, to do. Oh, the no. public safety oh, no. is number one, and he's just like, I don't care who dies, I'm, I want the Shelby's dead. Yeah. I don't care who dies, I want the Shelby's dead. And his personal vendetta blinded him from his what I thought was his yeah. ultimate goal, which we obviously haven't seen the last of him. But. And it probably pissed him off because he had to work with Tommy. Yeah, when they decided to try to make that... But, but I think Campbell got in Tommy's deal. head a little bit when he was... Remember when they were t- talking in the warehouse at night? And he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna make sure your brothers die. Oh, yeah. He's going to get thrown in I'm a jail cell. Sure, yeah. So that probably pissed Tommy off too. A little bit, yeah. But then was it... Now, was that conversation that that happened prior to or after when they had the conversation in that tea house i think it was was, after it was after because remember he said listen i'll give you the guns but you have to leave freddie and i think he said you have to leave freddie or freddie has to leave and you have to leave my family alone and obviously that 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 wasn't gonna hold i'm pretty sure i'm like 95 percent sure that that was the the conversation in the warehouse happened after the tea party right because because the tea party is where they they need to work together try to iron something out yeah yeah so so that happened afterwards but i just it was you you knew it but it was just he just came on this personal vendetta but i i i love campbell's character i love to hate his character he's playing he's playing such a great role he's another one that i think is gonna he's gonna go off the deep end and it's gonna get him killed yeah and it's the, the hatred for him i think has just started you can tell though he still has the best interest because he's his you know he has um a somewhat relationship with winston churchill and he's you know yeah. he's going back and forth and ultimately they're trying to to clean again clean up the streets for the greater good and also trying to keep um politics out of the picture i believe as well and you know the decisions yeah. that they make so you can still see that but it's just he's the way that his 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 character is is again it's like it's not taking too long to progress, but it's taking just enough time where yeah. he's starting to grow where he's not just flipping switches left and right. You can tell in the beginning for most of the episodes, he wanted to genuinely He do, wanted to be a good cop. He wanted to be he wanted to be a good a good aggressive firm cop. And then his hatred for Tommy is just absolute his hatred for Tommy just growing but because Tommy is in bed with Grace. Grace which is somebody who he loves. And it it's gotta just suck because 
But what did you expect to happen? The dude has money, he has power, he has looks, and he has intelligence. He's not he's not just he's not yeah. just some gangbanger who's running off the who just he's just using brute power. But he's as, genuinely intelligent. But, but as a cop, that's all you see is that he's a gangbanger, that he's just killing people, he's taking all these people's money and yeah, shit. Yeah, which ultimately he's the he bad is. guy. Yeah, Tommy Tommy and the Peaky Blinders are bad guys. Right, they are. Ultimately they are, yes. but it's just it's like I, you know, you, how, how could you be so shocked that she's falling for somebody yeah. like that? Like, you put her undercover, you know, you and and she always says, "Oh, he." And said, you're telling her to do any, by any means possible to find did out he, information. Did he say that? I don't, I don't know, but he gave that vibe for sure. Just do anything to to what get in bed expect? with these guys. Like, when yeah. you put somebody under that deeply undercover to the point where she killed some of the IRA members. That right, that one guy. She was like, "Why did you shoot?" Mm. You know, you came in there. Um, you you know you knew at some point that she was gonna grow some sort yeah. of interest with him, and, and and you you said it too that she's gonna wind up turning, you know, she's, at she, some point. She's working at the bar where what they own. Right. Come on, like you knew that it was that's gonna happen. Very, at some that's point. a very easy she, prediction. She's a phenomenal voice. She sings. She yeah. sings these, and she's gorgeous. These, she sings these great like these beer yes. these bro, bar love songs or whatever. They, bar love's greatest hit from yeah. the nineteen twenties. And. Like she's the, she's got it all. Man. The, the season closed out where Campbell Campbell quote unquote shot her well, at no, the train he, station. The only thing you see is her holding a gun. Yeah, him holding a gun. The screen goes blank, and then a Th- gunshot that's rings why out. I there is not if a single shred in my mind that thinks that sh- he shot her. You there's no there's nothing you could say that's going to change my mind on that. Yeah, her both of those characters are too important to the show. Yes. If this happened in like season four or five, I'd believe it. Then it's more believable because okay. then by that time Tommy and and her would have had this big ass relationship. And then if he wants to get his revenge, then do it. So let me ask you. But man, I just don't. I don't think it happens. What do you think happened? The gun. So the gun went off. So what do you think happened? He shot past her. He shot it up in the air. He shot at the floor. He didn't shoot her. If he shot her and killed her, I'd be genuinely sh- surprised. My, the what just came to my mind right now is that he did shoot her, but she's not dead. That could be a thing too. So she shot him. Uh, she, he shot her, but it's not a fatal wound. Th- that that's a possibility. But also, yeah. rivaling that is that he just shot. It it also doesn't make sense for him. What Grant, if she shot him? If they somehow she did some sort of reverse uh, um, defensive maneuvers where she got the gun and and but again and it, I don't I don't think it's in her character to do that yet. She's already killed two people. I understand that, but that's because she was protecting Tommy. But she wouldn't kill a cop. Uh, killing a copper, especially so does, especially somebody who is her captain or father figure, whoever it is. She doesn't have it. It doesn't yet. seem like it's plausible for that to happen. No, at least I not agree. yet. If if Campbell were to shoot Tommy or one of the brothers, then it would give her more of a motivation to kill him. Yeah. Because right now she doesn't have a leg to stand on to kill him for no right. reason. Right. At least for him, he he sees that oh she turned her back on us. She won't marry me. Okay, this is more motivation that she's in bed now with Tommy. If you can't be with me, you can't be with anybody. Exactly. But I think I think Campbell's smart enough to look past that. Yeah. And not let that cloud his judgment too much where he's gonna murder somebody. Right. I I don't I don't see that happening. I think. The, the love that he has for her doesn't make like it doesn't make sense for him to kill her. 
Right, autumn, completely, com completely true. Where you one moment you're like, I want to marry you, and then just because you're with somebody, but it could that I mean that happens, but yeah. not with somebody as well composed as a as somebody who is high up on the chain as as Campbell is. What I will say also is out of character as well is when he went to the brothel or whatever and had sex with that random woman. Yeah, that didn't seem like somebody with a man of his stature would do. Who would just I'm just gonna fuck my sorrows away. Maybe that's just. Maybe that's it just where seemed that's like something out of. It didn't seem. Maybe like that's where his character is going. Maybe it is going down. And the, that's what the they're. Route. Re yeah. Maybe. That's and maybe what he did kill her. We don't know. I don't. I, but it, I, do, it doesn't make sense for him to kill her. I would be very upset if she did. Uh, if he did, because there's still so much that you can do with her. You can have her turn. Th you can have her turn double double agent. And yeah. there's still th that, her that, her character is too much potential for her to ki to kill her. Right yeah. Now. That that's why I can't believe that she's dead yet. No. If it like I said, if it happened later in the show. And maybe when the show was starting to die down a little bit, then maybe I can understand. Yeah. If you're trying to tie up loose ends or whatever. But it just doesn't make sense for her to die at the end of season one. It's too early. It, it doesn't... She's got... She's too important to the show for them to kill her. Because you still don't know who, who she's siding with now. Yeah. I mean, they're, she's giving hints of siding with, with Tommy. But again, she she's ready to leave. Yeah. So... She loves him, but she's going to leave him. I do. Why was she at the train station? I she do, was leaving. That's why she was She was yeah. deciding to leave, and that's why Tommy was deciding on whether, like, flipping the coin on whether or not that he yeah. was going to continue to pursue her, which, again, they, they, and, and her they and have chemistry. Her and Aunt Polly had that long conversation. Saying, though, that she'll never forgive him. Yeah. Um, and ever, she'll never forgive her. What do, what do you think about Arthur? I mean, not Arthur. I'm sorry. We mentioned Arthur. John, you said you don't like him. I just, because... In this family, he's the youngest one. Okay, but you can't... He's young, you can't knock him for No, no, I know. But I just... I don't... I see him more as the muscle. I see him as a wild card. He's a... Yeah, he's definitely I a just, wild card. I think his brothers... I think Arthur is more of a wild card than John is. I think John is just... I'm going to punch myself in the forehead, and we're going to fight somebody. Yeah. Where Arthur, he's too manipulative. What's the... Easily manipulated? Yes, that... It seems like his emotions get the best of him. He's vulnerable. He's very more vulnerable. He's more vulnerable and, to. And you saw it. He was gonna impulsive uh, to being impulsive. Yeah, than any was, of the brothers. He he hung himself and it broke. Tried to kill himself. Oh, we thought. Oh, I gotta mention. I forgot about that. Yeah. We thought like, oh my god, are they gonna kill? There's no one way. of the brothers out. And we, what I thought was gonna happen, we both thought is that somebody was gonna come in and save him. Yeah. Because we're like, all right, who's coming in? Who's coming in? And then. He's hanging there on the rope longer and longer and longer. Like, oh my god, he's, he I'm might like, actually like, die no here. No fucking way this dude can die yet. It definitely helped build sympathy for Arthur's character. Oh, of course. Yeah. And and I think I think Arthur is going to be more on the upswing now. Because he is part of th their whole new betting yeah. thing. Their legal the betting. Track yeah. And everything. But, I don't... He, you know what it is? John just hasn't done enough yet. No. I feel like he... I feel like you barely even hear him talk. Well, we yeah, well, again, because we, you know, it's only been one season. But I, I did, I do like his fearlessness. It's, Th that's, that's what it is. He, he, he's he, very fearless. He's ready to go at moment at, notice. At moment notice, um, whether it's a gunfight or he's at a bar, he always has a toothpick in his mouth. <laughs> or getting married. Or getting married, he he has a toothpick in his mouth like twenty three out of twenty four hours of the day. And you know what? And it looked it. He pulled, I he fucks with it, man. Yeah, dude, I, I fucks with it hard. Dude, he, he, dude a toothpick is a power. I know move. an absolute power. If you have a toothpick in your mouth, like that guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. If you have a, believe me, you go in anywhere. You got a toothpick. You got some cufflinks. Dude, it's oh, over. Dude, but he, a toothpick with the hat and the uh -huh. dapper ass <laughs> suit. You're. We're bringing that back. You you are the most fuckable person yeah. in the room. 
yeah. You can have anybody you well, want. It, it's almost it's almost uh, an oxymoron because you're fuckable literally, but then yes. when it comes to being pushed around, you're unfuckwithable. Yeah. If that, yeah. <laughs> when you got the, like that dude's got a tooth. Like, I'm not mad. <laughs> if I see somebody who's he, he's he's got a toothpick on, the guy's got a three piece yeah. suit. I'm not fucking with this guy. Look, if you, know if you want my girlfriend, he's got, a, go he's got a toothpick. I mean, the, yeah. guy's got, you know, the guy's got a toothpick. I was like, without the toothpick, I'd be like, sweetheart, ass. listen, he's got, the guy's got a toothpick. I don't know what you want me to do. Without the toothpick, you're a bitch. But he's fearless. With, he, he, with, with the toothpick, the you may be unstoppable. He's absolutely unstoppable. No, I just, I don't. I don't. Because you said I, you had a problem. You're like, I don't know. He rubs you. You said he rubs you the wrong way. It's just that whole gung ho attitude. It's just like, oh, you're ready to fight, but because I don't. That's because he, he's young. I just don't want him to throw Tommy into a situation where they don't need to be. Which he will. I'm sure he will. He, but I just again. Arthur already did. It's like it's only a matter of time before John does. Again, I just I don't. I don't see how. I'm sure his character will develop. Again, we're we're six episodes in, so I think that. He'll he'll start to grow, maybe get more responsibility within the family. He just he doesn't have that right now. No, and I don't know if that's going to change because Tommy's the head of this. Ain't nobody going to take that away from him. No, and Arthur, you could see he's gullible at times. He's nowhere near a leader. He's great in the well, role he's, that he's, he's in. the oldest one, right? It's yeah. Arthur, yeah, Tommy, yeah, and then yeah, John. And John. So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I think Arthur will play a significant role more than John will. Yes. Because I think I can see John get killed, and yeah. and that he's going to die. I, I'm th- saying it right now, John. I think if any think brother's so going to, if I had to put my money in any brother dying, it's going to be John, and it's going to set Arthur and Tommy off. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That may be. I think there's only one other person that can die aside from a brother that's going to send Tommy into just hell, and that's that's probably going to be Aunt Polly. Or Grace, when after the relationship developed, I just maybe it could be that'd like be, you know that'd be brutal. I just but to, to real quick to just stick on John, I think drugs are going to be an issue with him, and reason being is because remember Tommy walked in on him in in his in Tommy's room, yeah, yeah, and John was smoking that pipe or whatever drug it was, and he you know he was saying like it, oh it, you know it, it helps me too, so I think that that I don't know it was very subtle it was a very subtle foreshadowing moment, but I think that may. That maybe that pipe may become an issue for John somewhere I just, down I, the line. You know what it is? We just don't know enough about John. We don't no. know about his I upbringing. Want to. I, I, I want we don't to know, know anything about his upbringing. We don't know what demons he's trying to fight. But again, there, there's not enough information about him yet. I'm sure we'll get it. But at this time, I just I don't see. Aside from being a Shelby, I don't see his point to be a character aside from being a brother. He hasn't done anything significant yet. Exactly. Well, technically, he married the one of the lead girls. But they, but they forced him to do that. He, yeah. w- he didn't want to. Yeah, he, do was, that. he was, yo, he was about to go off. He was. They yeah. had to hold him back. But then once he saw her, he was like, yo, okay. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> we were sitting there. We're like, we put a bet on is, it. Is this girl a banger or what, man? And right, right when she, right when she removed the veil, he, he was like, right, I can go. work with this. Yeah. <laughs> right, right when he removed the but veil. But no, that was like, that. That's super important because yeah. it gets them in bed with them. Yeah. And the at the, at the, again, I, I didn't know. Because I was I was confused because I was like, wait a minute, they're feuding. I know that they're they were feuding with the Lees, and then they were doing running security for Kimber's. So I'm like, um, now they're being married. But then I realized that that's why they were marrying so that the yeah. Lees could help him, you know, help him against the Kimber's. Uh, and I like I like Kimber's character too. I think he played that part. He was yeah. he he played that part really well. He was very intimidating when he walked into he walked into that bar. And he said exactly what he wanted and what was going to happen. And you saw that even. 
Tommy respected him when he threw the, he gave him the, the, whatever coin it was, yeah. that coin, and he was like, here, here's for, here's for your roof, and then walked out and, but I think Shelby saw the, and, and that was a, a reason, one of the reasons I contributed to my original assessment that Tommy truly, he remained composed because he knew, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win out in the end. Yeah. Like I, th- it was just kind of like I, I, I'm gonna handle this. And you could even tell he was looking at Arthur and he was like, relax. Yeah. Let him do what he needs to do, and he and he kept his composure. I'm curious to see who replaces him. Who? Kimber. Kimber. Who's gonna be? I, I don't. Who's I don't gonna know. Be, that. Who's gonna be the next gang, quote unquote, that's whoever, gonna step into the picture? Who's gonna? Who they're gonna go up? I think Campbell's. Campbell is gonna have some. You know, definitely gonna have some sort of regime, maybe, or something that's going after him. Well, uh, that's he, going after them because the Kimbers are. I'm pretty sure that storyline's done because they all walked away. Yeah, and they're done. Like they don't have a leader anymore. And, I mean, they did the right thing. They kept one of those Lewis, those big machine guns. That's what they're called. I never. They're, it's called a Lewis. That thing was. In, that's one that Freddie had, right? Yeah. Dude, that thing was massive. Which he redeemed himself. I will say, when Freddie yeah. came back with that, dude, he was ready to go. That thing looked like a. That thing looked like one of the t-shirt cannons. It would have mowed him down. It would absolutely mowed him down. I mean, granted, there was. There's probably a couple people that would have died on, on. How many dudes you think he would have gotten if the if the fight went off full fledged? How many dudes you think Freddie would have gotten before he hit the ground? Because he seems like a guy who would. I'm. Gonna, uh, it's going to take take me a few bullets before I'm before. Well, I'm look, they're, the they're in a jo- they're in a crowd. It's yeah. going to be very hard to miss. Right. It's just a matter of someone's going to get him eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of how many can you take down before you get me. Right. And like I said, they showed their hand. They could have just had him sit in the side of the warehouse, right? But and did. not even showed him. But I mean, I guess they needed to show him that they weren't fucking he, around. He did that, and, and Ada did something insanely brave when she walked in with her baby yeah. dead in the middle of it, which was like that was you can really like that's a character we didn't really even talk about yet. No, but she again, she I can't. I mean, she wasn't. She had her scenes. She, I think she's going to be more important, way more important, especially because after. Putting her her and her baby's life on the line to stop the yeah. Kimbers from fighting and the Shelby's. And the fact that they're more they're accepting the fact that she's going to be around now. Yeah, now that 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 she married, you know, she she married uh, Freddie. You yeah. Know, so that and I thought again I, that was something that was huge because she was kind of just you know she was just hiding and, and just there yeah. had a relationship with Freddie. It was just a love interest, but played it really well. You know, uh, level uh, pretty level because she was listening to. Polly, but that for her to do that, that was that was a pretty big move on her part. I think and they fired anyway. <laughs> I think with Ada being in the picture, it's going to change a lot of shit. It's going to be can she say enough to Freddie so Freddie is at least civil, right? Because he has showed that he, he because can't. Ada's family. Yeah. You know? Well, now Freddie is technically family too. Yeah, but it's a matter of how much. Can she do to Freddie to turn him to like kind of like chill out a little bit, to to listen to Tommy? Yeah, because he and, doesn't want. And him. honestly, he's got a, he's I got an ego problem. I can see Freddie turning on the Shelbys at some point. He is the he is the one character that I can uh, see. I don't know if I agree with you on that. That can that will turn. If you had to pick one, one person who's in the group right now, it's him. Turn. I'm talking about Grace. It's Arthur. him. You think it's gonna be him? It's not Grace again. I think she's gonna just. I think she's in love with Tommy, and I think she that, is in love with Tommy. Yes, yeah. and I think that she's going to help them at some point. Yeah, I, no, yeah, oh, 100 percent. But you think of all people, it's going to be Freddie who's yes, going to turn? Yes, because Arthur doesn't show that. John doesn't th- show that. I think Arthur, though, 
The reason, if I had to put my money on, the reason I'm thinking it could be Arthur is just because, just how, like, like gullible he is. But that, see, that doesn't scare me now. And how, so I guess it wouldn't be purposeful. He was he, he was him. in a bad state with his father, and and it was and it all was that taken stuff. Advantage of, but but him willingly giving all of that information up to Grace. But I think he knows. He was it. a complete stranger. He, like he, from, regardless but, of whether or not. But she he was. knows he fucked up. Yeah. And, and he tried to rectify it by killing himself. It's not. It wasn't his time to go. No. And with Tommy coming back and essentially joking around with him. And accepting him into like, uh, accepting him back into the family, I think Arthur is going to be a little bit more stable moving forward. I hope so. I, I, I he it just Freddie to me is too much of a pride guy. He's too much of an ego guy. Yeah, he was leading the. the he whole doesn't. He doesn't speech. want to be pushed around by Tommy, and he doesn't want to take orders from him. So that alone leads me to believe he's the he's the odd man out in my eyes. You think he's going to try to? But I don't think he. I don't know if he's going to get so fed up or something's going to happen where he's going to work with somebody he's not supposed to. But but I think Ada is going to buffer that. I think having okay. the kid is good. That's, that's why I don't agree with you. That's why I said. I don't see it necessarily. That's why I think Ada is going to be important in Freddie's development because it's how much is she going to do to him to they get have a kid. To, they have a child. To that get was, him to come around to Tommy. To Yeah, to get him to become a, a major... But I think it, he showed... Some of that by coming into it. What's the kid's name, by the way? We forgot. Made a bet on it. Oh, I don't remember. What is the kid's? What is it? It's, it, it's irrelevant. But it, I just, if I had to, but pick it might one, not be. <laughs> if I had to pick, it would be Freddie who goes Freddy. off. Who goes off? Who who betrays the family? Yes. He's the one. I can, again. I, I'm not saying that I can't see it. I'm just saying I don't have that. I don't agree with you that. So, that's so my then, who one. who would you think if somebody were to turn? Who would who do you think it would be? I again, I, I can, I can't because help but see Arthur doing it unintentionally, like somehow giving up information I, at I a time of his vulnerability. I just don't think it happens again. That's the thing. It's like they showed his hand with that already. I don't think they so go back to the well again and and make him the weak link, unless they capture him and torture him and which they've done already. They beat the shit out of him in so, one of the first episodes. So I don't think they revisit that well again. But he, you, he's shown. He's shown those traits okay, yes. three times already in the show. It's just a matter so of... That, that's why I would... I, I don't think it'll be... I don't. It might not be anybody, because there's going to be plenty more shows oh, to be yeah. introduced. But if, out of the people who we've chosen, I like, I, can just, I can see him doing it on... Like, him betraying the family, like, unintentionally, or doing it because he thinks it's what's best for the family. Like, they get him, and he's like, Tommy, sure. I had to do this because... Because if they weren't, they I were going to do this. I just don't think for his character it makes sense to do something rogue at this point. No, not now. I'm saying somewhere if down, it's the down the road. If it's down the road and he gets more power, or maybe he he has some he even he becomes even more powerful as his his character decides to progress throughout the show more than we actually realize. That's why that could be it as but well. That, that's why I think Freddy is the perfect character to do it. Yeah, I think Freddy's character has more of a trajectory than Arthur does. But again, that. that he can also because now, because now he's part of the. But family. his kid is if if Freddie didn't have a relationship with one of with with the sister, and didn't have a child, I can see that happening. I think it, it might he might be faced with this particular conundrum sometime in the his character will be yeah. faced with that sometime in the future. But I think because he has a kid, ultimately that's going to swing his decision not to 
betray the family but if I, that situation does present itself in the future. But I can also see that playing in his mind that, okay, well, if Churchill or somebody offers a shit ton of money to get out, him, he's going to be a big player him, too, I feel. Ada and the baby. If he can make sure that the he's baby is safe, to, yeah. if, if right, Winston yeah, can, can manipulate him into thinking that I can get you out. It, there's so much that can with go with safety. the show. It's insane. I know, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. He's the, he's the biggest wild card to me. He's an X Factor, and and Ada and her development as a character is going to, I think... Ada's going to be huge. We agree there. It, it, gonna, it's got to be. Ada's because, gonna be big. Because now they brought her back in, more accepting of her. It's just a matter of him because right. nobody likes him, or at least nobody... I, I don't really know the right word, but... He's it's not, really he's him not and, as it's really, accepted. It's really him and Tommy. Yeah, and, and but I... I think Ada, too, is going to adopt more of the disposition of Polly, where she's going to become tough. I think she needs she to be. She showed that with the ending Cause, scene. Because I think... Personally, she's going to have to be. I think... I don't think Polly makes it to the end. I hope she does, man. I, I love hope, her character. I, I hope so, too. But she seems like a, a perfect candidate, because she's important... She's super important to the show. She ties up the loose ends, and she does damage control so well as her she character. Pl- she plays both sides. She, 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 she's she's the most neutral she's, she's that you so can be. Per- her, she's so perceptive. She can truly yeah. step back and see the entire picture in and I one think, shot. And I think that's why if she were to, if she were to go, shit's gonna start hitting the fan. Because they're gonna, they, I, 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 I maybe it's her that turns, which I highly, highly doubt. That would be wild. I would hate that, man. I would absolutely hate that because it would be a Gemma situation where she just d- completely yeah. goes off the rails and completely self-motivated. I can't again. I can't see that. I happening. Don't, I don't think that happens but, with her. She yeah, doesn't it, seem like that kind of character that does. There's that. A, again a lot of characters can go in, in a different ways, but some of them you kind of know. And because because with Gemma, it was she was dating Clay, for God's sake. Yeah. So that that alone is going to cause some kind of rift. Right there, you you that's you, there's a love interest there. It's already a bias. Yeah. Right, right off the bat, it's if conflict of interest. Right. You're, off you're the going bat. from Jax's father. Who did who, she date after? Did she date anybody after that? Well, she oh, dated Nero. Um, Nero, that's right. Nero's my guy. Nero, I, I, I fucked with Nero. Nero was smooth. Man. Yeah. Nero was smooth. But like he, she went from Jax's father, who was who was the leader, and Clay was the second hand. Which I never thought. And then character. she dated Clay. Yeah. Which I never thought he would end up where he ended up. Like who, who Clay? Clay, where he. Oh, he, he was going when he was beating her and everything. Jack saw it; it was over. Yeah, you knew that, but I didn't think that his character was going to go. Just the, I don't remember too much they, about him, but that he was going to like he they, would actually betray they the needed, sons. They needed to. Well, it's not that that he betrayed them. He was making decisions without them. Which yeah, he was. I, which he, I mean, he, I guess he put himself before the sons. Yeah, he was. He was trying to get more money. For them, that's all they cared and he about. And he was doing business behind their backs without really taking a vote or anything. Which is like what that. Jack's dad. Which the same similar things were happening when Jack's dad was running in, and that's when Jack started to see that. And like you know, right when the memoirs, like you knew, but I didn't think Clay, I thought Clay would have came to his senses at some point. I think and, he was too far like, gone. You know what? I'm going to put the same. But he was just like, nope. no, no. But with these characters too, again, right now, it's, it's just like a you, matter of how they develop. Honestly, again, but we're seeing. S- Kind of where where characters can go, but I think there's they're showing who's gonna what it seems like who's gonna be important and who's not. I think Ada's gonna be Ada's gonna be one of them. Uh, Freddie's gonna be one of them, and um, I think John even at some point too is gonna. I is, just is, I just see John as a background character. I I don't I don't again if his last name wasn't Shelby he'd be a nobody. 
but I think that's why because he's so like a lot of the times like the the characters you don't pay attention to. I don't know. I just sometimes make I it, just you know, make I, such a it makes such an impact. I think, like I said, I think if one of the brothers dies, it's going to be him. Yeah. Well, I, gonna, oh, yeah. That that I but I think he's but he's still going to be somehow impactful in the storyline before I just that, that I happens. just don't know how that's going to happen. He just he doesn't seem like a business person. No. He, and, and that, he's and definitely he's definitely the I don't know if he's more easily manipulated or I think I, I, again, I, think I can't it, make I think, these assessments it's I one think, season I, I want think, to but I can't I think I want, with Arthur with their father doing what he did and, and leaving them and everything I, I think he, I, I think right. that kind of emotionally fucked with him a little bit I, I need peace I need fish and chips to come back man <laughs> but yeah I, 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 but I do I just would with John I just don't I don't see him being a major factor I, I feel like he's a perfect character that People are going to rally around when he dies, and that's going to be a and, spark. Yeah. yeah, or or they capture him and they beat the shit out of him. They or torture they capture him. him. Yeah, and then which again, yeah. he's the perfect. Ca- he's the tough guy. He's ready to go. He's he could be hot headed, and yeah. I, he just to me seems like the perfect character. Yeah. Arthur, they already fucked with Arthur once. Right. So that that's low hanging fruit right there. Yeah. So in order to get to him, okay, let's let's kidnap John. And let's, it's easy, and let's it's force to Tommy's that. hand into something. And w- they're going to. They're yes. going to force his hand at, at some point. It's just a matter of who. Make that decision. And, um, again, Grace will probably be in that. And we're seeing what, uh, what what Campbell does, too, as well. I, just, I, I, I don't think Grace goes away. Grace doesn't no, leave. No, no. Campbell, maybe Campbell shoots himself at the train station. <sighs> Imagine that. You want to make a bet on that? No. Straight up. Yeah, I'll give you a court hair. Court hair. Just free? No. As oh. in, like, if he does, you get a court hair, and if he doesn't, I get a court hair. Oh, no. you got to give Why me... Why not? You at least got to give me odds on what that. What odds? There's a gu- the gunshot ring all completely possible. Because what what are the chances... You never, you never give me odds, you little bitch. You don't even give me that. You Stop. never give me Dude, odds. I could have... I'm not going to take your hand. I'm not going to... Oh, yeah, I, I could... I, I could have fucking... Get the hell out of here. I could have ripped your fucking your wallet out of your pocket in Game of Thrones. I chose not to. But you didn't, and I'm a good Because I'm a good person. brutally because I'm a good that. person. I brutally beat you down in that. I'm a good Honestly, person. With those bets, man, I was reading into that stuff like it was freaking Doctor Seuss. Get I, I could have taken a whole bank account from you in that show. You didn't. And I, I didn't beat you fair and square. I let you win. I'm already up in this show, boy. Okay, congratulations. They had I'm sex. Up, I'm up fifty. They had dude. sex. I, what was the bet, by the way? We we make. <laughs> we make bets throughout bets. the show for a quarter of 50 cents about what we think is going to happen in the seasons, and I'm already up two bets. Yeah, because he called that that they were going to have sex, and I'm like, ah, I don't think it's going to happen yet. Yo, right and of I course, see, when, when yo, she right at the took last him, season, when she took him upstairs, I said, oh, fuck. That right, right when she said, right when he said, he goes, how long is it going to be? Uh, she goes, how long is it going to be? And he goes, it could be a while. I stood up, I'm like, that's <laughs> it, that's it. There it is. I was I was praying for the for the episode to end because it, it, the, yo, the it had like five minutes left too, oh God, and then no. shaboink, and yeah. that's when Campbell looks in too, which I think that's when he goes right after you after that go to the train station. So no, I think it it takes a little while because then he he wrote that whole oh, letter yeah, and right. everything. You're, that's when he writes the letter. So I don't know. I mean, like I said, I really enjoy it so far. I yeah. didn't think that I was gonna like it this much, but I mean, it's. The story so far is very well told. Yeah. It's just a lot of things are happening fast, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. It's just... You want to keep it paced, though, as well. Yeah. And they're, they're short. They're, they're, I think, about an hour, if yeah. not a little bit less. And there's only six six episodes per season, So, which is perfect. And, I mean, this 
miniseries shouldn't really take that long to to, yeah. to really conclude. I yes, think that the final season's coming up, so hopefully that gives us enough time to catch up and yep. do it in real time. But well, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. So what, what do you give the overall first season? Out of ten. Yeah. Because I I can't go into the nines yet. No, no. I give the first season seven nine. I think that's very fair. Um, see, I think it. I think it. I think seven nine is a is a fair. I'm. I'm that's not. A, that's not a hard seven nine. Uh, definitely. See, can, I'm. I'm willing to go into into the low eights, like an eight two, just because of. But there's there's still so much that can can well, happen. That's exactly. why I think seven. I think but I think it warrants because of how fast the show is. the The story the story in itself is is pretty easy to. Yeah, kind of understand. For me, it would be so. I, I anywhere for me seven nine to eight one. I think is a yeah. is a fair assessment. If if I really well, on the spot shoot from the hip grade seven nine to eight one. Like yeah, I, I think that's somewhere fair. around there. It's, it's completely fair. But again, because I'm it's also, at a, it's at a B right now. Because I'm also basing it off of all the shows that I watch and like Breaking Bad seasons were like in the well, eights the, and nine. So well, it's like well, there was never a bad episode of Breaking Bad. There wasn't, and so that's like I'm also keeping that in mind as well. But you can't you can't compare that to this. No, I'm not I'm not comparing it, but it, like not necessarily comparing it. But I, I'm keeping in mind all my other ratings for my shows, and like that's kind of where I think this is going to be. I the, love it. I, I th- love it. I think for me that's be, a great. It's a. I think it's, it's going to be within the top four that we've watched. Yeah, yeah. The, because Breaking it, Bad is is number one. It yeah it it ha- Breaking Bad's come. There's nothing that comes close to that. Game of Thrones would have been number two but you it's, have to take the last season into account you cannot you cannot just exclude yeah, that and I'm say not. oh the rest of the show was great no you have to take from the season start to finish. from start to finish in its totality and that last thing it, it moved it down to, to number three if not number four for me Sons of Anarchy is number two for me No, for me for number two for me is going to be between Sons of Anarchy and Heroes just I, I loved Heroes, I loved Heroes Heroes was so good but it's just it was too short and it got Really dumb at the end. I, I that's just, the only thing that killed that show. For that's me. what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a hard number two for me, but it's 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 up there. And Sons of Anarchy would would kind of would able to switch places with that. And How to Get Away with Murder would probably be in number four. Uh, but then again, I I want to put Sopranos in the top three just because for what it was and the 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 how the show was made. But the, it for me it just had too many filler episodes for me to put it. High, it, it, but I, that being said, I I loved like it was so worth the watch, and I'm so glad we decided to watch it. Sopranos, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say it was overrated. It was a fantastic yeah, show. I think it, it was, was pro- great. I think it was properly rated. Yes, it it, it wasn't it, underrated or overrated. It, it, it was told rated. it told the story it needed to tell, and that was it. And it was there was great. just tons of filler episodes. Again, yeah, and there, there are a lot longer episodes too on HBO and stuff. Um. It would probably it would make top five for me easily. Oh, it's definitely making my top five, but it's it's not my top. It's but like but for me, movie. I'm more of a, I'd rather a more modern show, if that makes sense. Yeah, like a more a, more right now type yeah, of show rather more than contemporary. Yeah, something, not that didn't come out thirty years ago. Right, right. right. So like, I like Lost. Like a lot of people so have I, have have gripes with it. I mean, the last season or two was a little, a little rough yeah. at times. People hated the ending. I understood the ending. I loved I, the ending. I didn't. I, I liked the whole metaphor f- 
uh, allegedly the metaphor for purgatory. Yeah. I, I liked that. I, liked I didn't. That I didn't aspect. mind that, and I think that's what throws people off a lot about Lost. Um, overall, the show I think was very good. Again, that was. That was we the hottest thing. We can go. To, we, we might have a whole separate podcast on that because that we that that is a show that is still being talked about today. Oh, it's it's actually that, still relevant. When that show was on, it would Game of Thrones was the only one. That Game of Thrones again. Game of Thrones was, is a it, it was a cultural phenomenon. I've heard this used. Everybody it was. A, Every single person on my timeline was watching Game of Thrones. It was a cultural phenomenon. Oh, yeah. I got to get home to watch Game of Thrones. It was. I it, need it, to watch that episode. So, and I think the 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 shows that changed that changed show like that changed the the structure of shows and set the bar for shows and were as I said the the um, uh, the, the phrase that I've heard used in a podcast that I listened to cultural phenomenon would be Sopranos. Lost, yeah. Breaking Bad, and Game of Thrones were just mind-blowingly amazing. Game of Thrones was was the one that just that impacted the most people. I, I like I said, I've never seen anything like it. People were leaving work, they were getting off of Xbox, they were tweeting about it, they were on Facebook, social media. If you had any plans to watch that new episode of Game of Thrones the night it came out, and you couldn't watch for some reason. You need to stay the fuck away from social media. Oh yeah, you were done until you watched it because there's not one tweet that went by did that. We have, did we have a podcast by the way, real quick on the top on our top uh, five? Yeah, because uh, I was gonna say I, I, the reason I was I was stopping you because I'm like if you didn't we should. We, yeah, but I yeah, don't yeah. think it went into do in too much detail because we could do it a kind of do a. We um, could do it at some point. I just because Lost was still being. T- we can do another. We can do the podcast on the the shows that impacted the world because they you do did. that too. They yeah. truly did. Instead of just our top five, we can do ones that impacted and, and the world. And even then, like, I didn't... When Breaking Bad was on, there wasn't... There was a select few people that I was friends with on, like, my, my news feed and everything that would talk about it, but it was never at the extent that Game of Thrones was. Yeah. The only one that I saw was Lost, and that was way back yeah. when it was on. But it was nothing compared to what Game of Thrones Game was. Game of Thrones, it absolutely took the cake. Th- those two, Game of Thrones and Lost were, for me, the two most shows that I've seen people talk about. It was like, oh my god, I need to set my TiVo up for Lost. Remember TiVo? Yo. No. I mean, I do, but I never had it. Oh, dude. Yeah. So. Well, we'd like, again, I hope. want to hear your opinions on, on shows. On I hope this show, at least with the trajectory that it's at, it should be able to break into the top five for me. We'll see. Well, again, going in with light expectations. Uh, if you've watched, if you've watched the show, and or maybe you're just watching it like us, when we want to hear from you, we'd have we'll, we yeah. will have anybody on the podcast. Whatever it is that you want to talk about, whether you again, I say this, whether you have the same opinions as us, completely different. Maybe we're dead wrong. We have a different opinion. Uh, you have a different perspective. And that's on fine. It. Let us know. We would love to have it on. But this is what. Um, you know, this is where we think what's going to happen on the show and where, where we think it's going to go. So, and that was like season one, and we talked for over an hour. Yeah, which doesn't even seem there's like a that. lot. But but that's when you have shows that have great writers. That's yeah. you're, you have a lot that you can discuss to where where there's like ah oh, well there's really not much to talk about. I, I sat here and said I don't think it's going to be that long of an episode. But there's so much there again. There's there's when you start realizing what what's yeah. going on in the shows, 
if we did that for um, if we really sat down and rewatched Game of Thrones, we'd have hours worth of podcasts because they're just there was just the the storylines are bouncing around with all the kingdoms. It was like you would literally have to do like an, an hour podcast on each kingdom. I would and need, on each family. I would need to honestly sit there and take notes, but I am I am over Game of Thrones. I do not need to watch it again. I will never watch it again. I will. And and, and, and I and I have I have zero interest on any of the new the, the new series, I have no interest, and the Jon Snow spinoff, no interest. Well, you can't close it off completely. Maybe you. No, I'm done. It. I just, like I said, it. Maybe because it took us long to to finish it, but the ending to that show, it's just murdered any enthusiasm. It it, le- it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. To say the absolute least. Yeah. Yes, and. That's just a show I'm f- I'm fucking over it. So. I, I watched it. I, I understood the hype behind it. It was a good show. I really enjoyed it. But for me to watch it again, it's just not happening. No, I know. Listen, I get it. I get I, I completely reasonable. For me, it's different though. I still have and that's fine. I, I loved it. I still have an interest in it, and I that's why I was so de- just why I felt that the last season was so deplorable. We ha- uh, If you are interested, we actually have a podcast on that coming out uh, right around when um, New House, of, uh, House, of, House Dragon. of Dragon comes out. We actually have a podcast that we did, which everybody has an opinion on the last uh, season of Game of Thrones and particularly the last episode of Game of Thrones. So that yeah. is what I promise you you're going to want to listen to that one. And that, that's why I we filmed that one oh couple months ago it wasn't yeah. too long ago I mean to yeah. sit on a podcast though for that long it's yeah because there was just so much yeah which is our, which is our so I'm like so. I'm like I'll just hold it until the new yeah because it's gonna spark people's interest again oh yeah so I'm gonna upload it at some point before like right before the new new series drops it, I, I'm telling you it's a good one yeah, yeah. And, dude I almost broke the table that day so but um yeah if you want to follow us all uh, major podcast platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, yep. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Brotherhood of Podcasting on literally everything. Um, and all major social media. Isn't it just easier to say all major social media platforms and all major podcasting platforms? Well, because I, well, I said all major podcast platforms and I named yeah, all, all of them. I mean, and then uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's just, it's really just a given. Three. And we have TikTok too, but we just don't really use it Which much. I actually got the TikTok login. Finally, fi- I, was gonna I say got it. I finally got it back from Corey. We figured out the issue, so we can get some content on there. I'm not very good with it. I mean, I don't really. I, know I, I would have well, to figure out because I would want. I want to do some kind of like sound bites from like our shows. That's and what I was suggesting was that and we get sound bites from the episodes that yeah. we do, but not just sound bites, but even clips of us talking and getting a visualization. Because I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we look we look phenomenal. I mean, I mean, let's be complete. I mean, look at the hat. I mean, it's a little tight, but it's not. I was about that, to do the show shirtless. Today. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. So, listen, any of our female <laughs> listeners or male, or male, listen. listen. Okay, you know what? This is fucking sick. But uh, yeah. So we're probably gonna get back into TikTok grind, and of course, that's gonna transition to like Instagram clips and everything. So I don't know. It, it's gonna be fun. We just gotta hammer out some details and stuff Let's about see what that. We'll do and uh, football season's coming back. So yes, sir. If we're gonna do clips on tiktok we'll do it with that with that show too so uh j-e-t-s let's go baby but uh yeah we appreciate you guys for listening and uh we'll catch you guys on the next one peace